Jenna. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. This is awesome, isn't it? Yes. Oh my like, gosh. can you? So cool. Like, I don't know why more people don't do podcasts because it's literally this easy. So easy. That is yeah. so easy. Well, maybe we shouldn't tell wow. people that because then the airways will okay, be flooded okay. with too many podcasts. So we'll just don't start a podcast. It's a terrible way for people to get to know you. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks for joining us in the middle of your move. Are you excited about that? Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. And I was even, I was at a coffee shop. Um, so that was my errand that I told you I had to, I was like, can we do 1230? Cause I was getting coffee. Oh, love it. Well, <laughs> that's very important. I've, I've heard that if you cut out a hundred percent of coffee from your life, you lose 60% joy. So I'm, yeah, I believe I'm, that 100%. I, I think it's, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think the, the last Proverbs 32 is, is all about how coffee is from the Lord. <laughs> yes. Hebrews. That's his favorite book in the Bible. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We're misinterpreting um, Hebrews all day long. It's not about like, it's not about, you know, Jesus is about coffee. <laughs> I'm kidding. But you went and the got beans coffee. of heaven. I did. And I was talking to my friend and no, nobody really knows the backstory of how like big this is for me because I've been waiting on the Lord for two and a half years. And she's like, this is a big deal, Jenna. Like, look what God has done for you. Look at like the breakthrough that you had. And a lot of people that are in the process and they're waiting on God for him to move specifically they're like, it feels like it's like this season's never going to end. Like God's never going to come through. And then when he actually is who he says he is, you're like, wait, wait, what? Wait, mm-hmm. he, he, it like, he is everything he's promised. And right. it's just the, ki- the kindness of God to, for him to like fulfill our prayers. And he, like, he is a God who answers prayers. And I know that all too well Um, oh a thousand percent so if you want i mean we're on this podcast why don't you share the the story if you can if you want to so um and take as long as you job yeah my job journey starts 2020 so i did like a four plus one at baylor in corporate communication it's just where you get your master's in five years And I did my internship at a little company here in Waco. Nobody probably knows about it, but it's called Magnolia. Uh, Um, Yeah, very little. And No media, no national media. No, not at all. And Chip and Diana, no big deal. Shout out if they're listening. It's Joanna. Yeah, you know what I said, Joanna? You said Diana. Oh, no, I said Joanna. Okay. I think. Well, well, I mean, it's it's recorded, so we'll we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I just lied. Um, and so, anyways, it was spring twenty twenty, right before the pandemic hit. And I mean, the goal of having an internship is like this is where you're going to be for the city. So they encourage us to get our internship where we think we're going to move. Mm-hmm. And so I was praying and I was like, okay, God's calling me to stay in Waco. 
um, which was kind of a scary thing for me because a lot of my friends have transitioned and I was the girl in college where all of my best friends and college roommates got engaged. Like it is actually comical. I have a picture of all of them with their engagement rings and me, the single one, like <laughs> just looking at them with a ring laughing, pop. but yes, exactly. And so it was really hard for me to stay because like they were my community. And so I'd have to find a whole new community. And it's a big part of my testimony, like waiting on God mm-hmm. um, for like all these different promises that I feel like he's given me. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, um, but I felt like Waco was so clear. The pandemic hits, uh, they shut down, legit shut down for a month. My internship gets cut short. I'm jobless for about five months. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it's about August and my parents were like, hey, if you don't find a job, in September, then you're going to have to move to Houston. And I was like, the word of the Lord was Waco. So if I have to be on the street, that's Mm -hmm. what I'm going to do because I want to be obedient to God. And so I'm on countless interviews. And I mean, I'm meeting with the craziest, most influential people in Waco. Like there's no reason why I shouldn't get a job. And so it was the last week of August Mm-hmm. And I get this text message from the women's pastor at my church here. She said, Hey, there's this doctor's office. They're hiring. Um, why don't you just go check it out? So I go and, and I meet with my then boss because I just got a new job, which we'll get to that. Um, and she said, Hey, if you need a job, like you can work for me because I need someone to work. So if you want it, you can have it. So I start working in a doctor's office, making thirteen fifty an hour, mm-hmm. um, and just got my master's. So starting as a receptionist, <laughs> let me tell you about humility. Humbling, humility. yeah, exactly. Um, but the past two years, so I didn't think I'd be there for two years, but mm-hmm. the Lord was so clear that He wanted me to wait. And I kid you not, hundreds of interviews, hundreds of opportunities have been doors in my face. Like, no, 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 no. Hmm. Um, But what I've learned in the process is humility is not necessarily like doing the low thing, like just culture. And so all they have is like all this new age mumbo jumbo and so when they encounter the person of jesus it's like Mm -hmm. so powerful so i was like god i want to be there like take me to california send me please to the beach (laughs) (laughs) um it's everyone's prayer like send me to hawaii (laughs) yeah there was actually a person in our d school who came and taught, his name is Dan Bauman. And the Lord, he, he's been a YWAM Kona missionary for 30 years. Uh-huh. But he has the, like, him sending, he was actually sent to Hawaii, which is like the dream, but he has the craziest testimony. Like he was imprisoned in Afghanistan. 
for nine weeks. Whoa. Um, he as a missionary, or was he like in the military? Yeah, he was a missionary. Wow! And they sent him to prison. He had two t- death sentences on death sentences on his life. It's a um. Anyways, that's a sidetrack. And so, anyways, the that door closes, and so mm-hmm. one of my best friends in D.C. She said, "Hey." There's this company you should apply. They're all on fire for Jesus. They are, um, they kind of work on political ca- campaigns and helping people get into office. And so mm-hmm. I was like, sure, I have nothing to lose. Let me just apply. So I apply and they want to interview me. So I'm being interviewed and they're like, oh, I see that you were a life group leader at this church, which is my church, and they have church plants all over the world. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we are at this church in Baton Rouge, Mm -hmm. and we're in the discipleship school. And I was like, this is wild. Like, did we go to the same church, and we're both in the discipleship school, which is just crazy from this random company. And um, so flash forward I don't really I don't get that job they offer me another job mm-hmm. and I feel I don't feel any peace about it hmm. and so I was like I have to say no because I don't feel peace and peace is not a feeling peace is it's like the settling and and knowing it's it's kind of hard to explain, but someone explained it really perfectly when I was there in Orlando. He was saying how peace is nothing missing and nothing broken. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so beautifully said. Like, that's how peace is explained. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. And so didn't feel peace. And I was like, I have to, ha- I have to have the faith to say no when someone else is giving me a yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's hard, almost harder because it's like, okay, yeah. I'm saying no to security yeah. when I don't know if I'll be able to, like, anyways. So the very next day, like the very next day, I get a call mm-hmm. and my, one of my best friends in Dallas, her boss, who he's one of the lead people in fighting human sex trafficking in the nation right now. Mm-hmm. He calls me, he's prayed for me a couple of times and he said, Hey, I want to connect you to this organization that I'm in. And it's a group full of pastors, CEOs, leaders, influential people. Um, and they're very well connected and I want to connect them for you on your behalf. Mm-hmm. But he was like, what are the, what are the words on your life? Like, what has God called you to? Mm-hmm. And I told him, like, I'm called to disciple this next generation. I know I'm going to be part of organizations and businesses, helping them fulfill the call of God mm-hmm. um, or their mission. Mm-hmm. And so he reaches out to them. Two organizations reach back out to him like, hey, we're hiring. We'd love to meet her. And the crazy thing is, is that they could have reached out from South Africa. They could have reached out from London. Um, 
like all over the world. But the fact that they were local in Dallas mm-hmm. is crazy. So the organization that reached out, there's two organizations, but the reason why he picked the first one was because their mission statement is exactly what I just told you. Like their mission mm-hmm. is to f- fulfill the mission of God and like bring kingdom onto earth mm-hmm. through business. And so I had my first interview with this company and one of the first questions they asked me is, Hey, what's your story? What are the words of God on your life? And this is like a huge corporation. They have offices all over the U S and I'm sitting with the COO and he's asking me these questions and I'm like, where am I? Like what? Right. This piece comes over me that nothing missing, nothing broken. And I just know, okay, like that, like the, the Holy spirit, just like connecting all these things Mm -hmm. that through all of my little yeses, like I realized in life, it's not the big yeses, but it's the everyday yes to Jesus walking the narrow way of God. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's what faith is. That's what walking with Jesus is. It's not the big yes. It's the everyday submission Mm -hmm. and humility to God. Um, so a couple weeks later, they are, um, I have a couple other interviews and it's just the same thing. Like, what has God called you to? And I'm, we're talking about like what God's doing in the earth, like visions and dreams that they've had for their company and yeah. working in the world, um, with different like relief efforts for Ukraine. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, these are the, this is the executive team that I'm going to be working with. And so it's just the kindness of God. Like if I had said yes to something else, I would be missing what God had right in front of me. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. And it's so worth it to wait on, to wait on God and what that looks like and to be content with little and content with much. And I mean, I'll be making, more than three times as much than I have. And that's not like that's incredible. Plug or it's that's not like a a flex or anything. It's just the kindness of God and just waiting on him. Um and so yeah, that's kind of like my my testimony and story of God's faithfulness and it's has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with anything I've done or any kind of performance. It's just all based on his faithfulness and his goodness and how he wants to provide for us. He wants to be God, the father to us and to his children, just because he loves us. Yeah. I, I, I might disagree with that a little bit because you are living the story and so you have to have some sort of excellence in what you do and you have to choose to be obedient and so it is a little bit about what you do because if you sucked you yeah. wouldn't have been able to have any of these opportunities right yeah. so don't, don't like i mean 
don't, don't just be like, oh, I'm lonely, I'm lonely. I'd like give yourself a little bit of credit, not all of it, maybe, but just a little bit because you have to do the work, right? Yeah. I think I think one of the really interesting things that that I've seen a lot of um, kids our age live out is we we pray like it's up to God, but then we work like it's up to us. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I can't remember what what verse that comes from, but I, I think your story is so inspiring because um, it's it's kind of like the 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 parable of the talents. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You d- weren't necessarily dealt a great hand, but you were faithful with what you had. Um, and you yeah. were obedient. And now God's coming back to you and saying, hey, like, well done, good and faithful servant. Like. Here's more, right? There's a verse that's mm-hmm. in, the, uh, I think it's in Luke. It's like, if you're faithful in little, you'll be faithful in much. Yes, and I, I and, literally and, wrote that down. Yeah, and, 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 and that, that, to be honest, is one of the biggest success principles um, that I've learned in the last few years is like, you're not ready for the next thing until you're really good at what you're doing right now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the, it's the um, I don't know if you've ever heard about how Chick-fil-A does their um, does their hiring and, and promotion and stuff like that, but they do a really interesting job of finding excellence and then finding people who are already doing the job so that they Chick-fil-A can... Chick-fil-A can do no wrong. Well, no. So those, like, p- they find people who are already doing the job and then they promote. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's like you're already doing it. You're, you're, you're not necessarily going out to earn it, but you're you're operating with excellence. There's a, there's a really really good podcast. I think it's uh, Craig Groeschel, or maybe it's Brian Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like um, looking like um, it's like looking at an organization, looking at, at a church or 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 business through the through the lens of excellence. And so it's like, for, for example, yesterday there was there was a cart in the middle of. Uh, Trader Joe's and I went out and I, I, I pushed it wasn't my card I wasn't responsible for it but I pushed it back away and um, you know just those like those like little things like h- how do you look at things mm-hmm. like what what kind of um, yeah like how 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 are you operating in excellence so I, I feel like yeah you are and who excellent. are you when the door is closed yeah yeah exactly so and you I feel like you're excellent in being a good steward in where you're at and you're excellent at obedience. So mm. I would say that, you know, it's not, <laughs> I, I understand the, the, the humility of just saying, Oh, it's, it's all God. It's all God. It's just like, yeah, but God needs a vessel, right? Like that's true. Yeah. God, God, he's like, God ca- has caught a lot of people, but they're like, eh, no. And then he swallows them up with a fish, you know, or he like freaking kicks him in the butt and was like, no, you're actually going to speak to Pharaoh, even though you have a speech mm-hmm. impediment, like get after it. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, like I, I understand the whole thing about like the, having that humility and, and, you know, honoring where honoring is due. But um, I feel like just to, to honor you, like excellence in obedience. So anyway, yeah. but, but right now in this moment, you're taking a break from packing to do this podcast. How much packing do you have yes. left to do? <laughs> oh, I haven't started, Gentry. You haven't. Oh my gosh. Are started. you are you good at this part or are you bad at it? I'm bad at packing. Well, just like the like doing the next thing to Yeah. 
Are you, are you about to pack in? <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of just throw things in my car. And oh, you're like that. I know I'm not organized at packing. And my goal is to go through all my stuff and throw, like, give things away. Like, I uh-huh. need a spring cleaning. I just have so much stuff that I haven't even touched. And I'm like, why do I have this? Yeah. Like, I do not need a sewing machine. Like, you, you have a sewing machine? Yes, my grandma gave me a sewing machine, and I haven't used it. I'm sorry, ma'am. Is it like a like a really nice one, or is it like an heirloom? Or... It's a it's a lit it's a little one. I've made a couple quilts and blankets and stuff with her because that's her thing. Oh, love that! And she taught me how to do it, but I haven't used it. And so I'm like, do I give it away? Do I keep it as memorabilia? I don't know. No, here's the thing. You keep it, you put it in storage, and then when you need, you're going to want to use that in a couple years, and you're going to be happy that you have it. So just keep it. If it's small, like, keep it. But, I mean, definitely get rid of stuff. I'm a huge advocate for getting rid of, like, a ton. Of, like, my the way that I live my life, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, I try to have just, like, the bare minimum clothes, like not a, like not not a lot of extra like froofy stuff that I only yeah. use once. I mean, in a while. I have stuff that I haven't touched, and I'm like, I shouldn't have this. Anyways. Like what? Like what's like what? Like besides the sewing machine. Okay, let me see. Okay, I'm looking in my room. I have just like the most random stuff. I have candles and candles are good. Extra... You use candles. Okay. I have extra I mean storage. Okay, maybe I'm not crazy. Maybe I'm not that crazy. No, you're fine. See, These see are like all things I need. When Sunscreen. you actually take a look at like what you have, you're like, "Oh, it's actually not that much." Yes. And there's probably it's just messy right now. A lesson there about being overwhelmed. About being overwhelmed. Just like tackle it. Like what's the next thing? What's Mm -hmm. the next thing you have to do? It's like how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? You would eat an elephant? Like how how do you eat an an elephant one bite at a time? Mm, Okay. Yeah, because you can't yeah yeah just I'm like a- you ate that rice and peanut sauce last night oh my gosh why okay so here's what a lot of people don't understand about my family okay my grandparents on my dad's side immigrated from indonesia so there's a are you ton- serious yeah there's a ton are of- you indonesian yeah there's a ton of asian influence in my family so like we like peanut sauce is like an Asian staple, like especially in Indonesia, like the way that they make it is just like freaking. Were they missionaries? No. So uh, back in the day, the Dutch colonized Indonesia, and so okay. this is like kind of a fun little history. It doesn't have any relevance today, um, but like my family, like my 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 grandparents, they had um, like a huge uh, coffee and tea plantation in indonesia like they basically monopolized the entire world's coffee and tea supply back in the day now it doesn't have any relevance today because of world war ii um 
my grandma actually survived a, a Japanese concentration camp. She wrote oh a book on gosh. it. Oh yeah, it's freaking nuts. Like, like I hear about all these people. No, so this is this is really interesting. Like, that, okay, tell us. So you know the whole conversation about like reparations and stuff like that, and um, like with like the the black community, like oh we want like all this all this money for yes. slavery and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and I'm like, okay, great. I want a billion dollars of net worth that the Japanese stole from us. Like I want 70 or 80 years of industry to get back in our family's hands. Like we potentially could have been the supplier for Starbucks if, um, if world war two hadn't happened and the Japanese took everything from us. So like where's our billions of dollars from the Japanese. And it's just so interesting that, that like the, the, this conversation is about reparations, but it's like, okay, well, what about everyone who got like displaced from like World War Two and World War One? And yeah. like, like, where, where, are we going to be mad at the Germans? Are we going to be mad at the Japanese or the Russians or the Italians or mm-hmm. any of these people? No, because it's stupid. Because it's silly. Like my yes. my grandparents were like their, their lives were radically changed by the Japanese and like there's like abused and like just absolutely like insane treatment um by the japanese they they're they're both passed away but they never said any negative thing about the japanese ever wow ever and so like that is like a big lesson for me like the whole thing about because like my 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 family's an immigrant family Mm -hmm. on my on my dad's side and so like this whole this whole conversation about like Oh, white males don't have any, don't have any say, don't have anything. I'm like, oh, shit, shut up! You have no idea the history, no idea the history yeah. there. You're just you're making huge assumptions. So. I mean, I'm Native American. Are you? Yes. Like my dad looks like he's he has tan skin, like naturally tan skin and jet black hair. Really? Yes. Do you know what 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 tribe he's in or he's from? Yeah, so well, he's from Oklahoma. My uh-huh. great 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 grandma, I don't actually know the greats, but she walked the Trail of Tears mm. and settled to Oklahoma. Um, my grandma is one eighth, mm-hmm. and my dad's like one sixteenth, so I'm one thirty second. And um, my parents had me really young, so they didn't have the paper. They didn't do the papers. Mm. actually i think i missed the cut i think you have to be one sixteenth to get free college mm. or all the all the stuff it's okay though but um you almost won I, the genetic I mean, lottery I, gri- <laughs> I i agree with you um completely and yeah because you guys have like like if you really wanted to go like super liberal you could be like trail of tears like like stolen land, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, well, it's yeah. yeah. But I, I have no ambition for that. Yeah, um, my thought process is you can't, you can't really make it right. There's been too much history, and we're not yeah. going to be, we're not going to be like liable or responsible for the sins of our parents, and also or our parents' parents or our parents, science, parents. Yeah, parents, parents, parents. And also, we have we have control of our lives. I mean, we trust God with control, but if God gives us a car and He asks us to drive it, like mm-hmm. we still have to put our foot on the pedal and drive it. We have to be responsible 
and we have to steward what's been given to us. Like we can't just sit on the couch and do nothing and wait for something to happen or wait for, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, so I, we, I totally know to what you mean. We have to steward and labor. Like oh, God yeah. created us to work mm-hmm. and it is, it is of God to work and to labor, but we can't just sit yeah. on our butts and oh, say, yeah. God, why aren't you providing for me? And it's like, what have you done with what I've given you? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> you haven't done anything. You have to work out your salvation. Right. Right. hundred yeah. percent. And yeah, this, the whole thing about like, not having to do anything well and there's a there's a huge theology too about like just like grace 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 which i feel like leads it just like waiting for heaven mm-hmm. i think that's, that's just like um, it's a huge huge mistake because in genesis it's about going out and taking dominion of the earth in genesis i think it's, it's uh 128 yes. something like that and then deuteronomy eight eighteen it says the Lord gives you the ability to, to build wealth. Mm-hmm. And so, and then like the parable of the talents, um, like a bunch of Jesus's mm-hmm. miracles, he just was operates in abundance. And I think that like a lot of Christians just like get salvation and they're like, Oh, I'm, I'm good now. And then they look mm-hmm. around and they're like, Oh, well, there's a whole bunch of like, you know, evil people and non-christian people who are creating a whole bunch of wealth for themselves and it's like yeah it's because they are because they they understand the principles the biblical principles that of of multiplication of adding value of excellence of they're not christians mm-hmm. but they they understand it right they're they're yeah. they're probably following proverbs better than you are Mm-hmm. right and so it's i don't know where i was going with this but it's it's frustrating to see christians not want to go out and and create excellence in their lives i think i think it's a huge mistake and yeah. we're, we're we're seeing the repercussions of it right now in the u.s where there's churches who are falling back into the the woke mentality and you know Mm -hmm. churches are open now which is great but um they're still living in fear with wearing the masks and they're you know siding with the trans agenda and the you know transhumanism Mm -hmm. um the gay agenda and the critical race theory of the day and Mm -hmm. um even a lot of pro-choice churches out there that are yeah. and pastors that, especially with this Roe versus Wade thing coming down. Oh my gosh. I was actually going to text you because I don't feel um, just the release to kind of speak about it on social media. And because I know you speak about it and just feel like I'm so angry right now because it's like, it's not about women's rights. It's like the root of the issue is does life happen at conception because Mm -hmm. if it does then it's murder like it is like you it's death and so and that's biology like Mm -hmm. there's a heartbeat in six weeks Mm -hmm. and you're 
killing human life. And so mm-hmm. it just makes me has such righteous anger come up in me. And I, I mean, I don't feel the peace to talk about it on social media. And so, but like in these circuit, in these circumstances or talking with friends, I can, um, but yeah, I'm just, it's just so it's heartbreaking because I mean, we're, I think I told you this when we first talked on the phone about how, like, I've just had so many friends get so tossed and turned by what has been happening in the earth since 2020. Mm -hmm. It's like all these things were already happening. Everything's just coming to the surface. Everything is just very plain to see. Like the, the, the enemy's not hiding anymore. And when the enemy is not hiding anymore, that's his last play. Like that's his last cards because he knows that like Roe versus Wade is going to be overturned. Like it's just, yeah, yeah, it is. And um, like everything that's happening in the world. And I'm like, like we knew the world was going to get like this. Like, where have you been and where are your roots? Like, where is your foundation? Because I'm not surprised. I am not shaking by who Jesus is, his character, because mm-hmm. we already know bad things are going to happen. We already know culture is going to get crazy. Mm-hmm. Culture has not changed since World War II. It has not changed since, like, since Jesus was alive. It was even more promiscuous in the Corinthian church. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so, well, the- like, this is not un unprecedented is what it because everybody said this is unprecedented times and i'm like not really no because human 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 nature hasn't changed there's um there's a whole bunch of hebrew manuscripts um going back to jesus's time and he and and they didn't make the bible but they're historically accurate okay um and so these these manuscripts are saying that jesus actually uh, broke up a child sacrifice ring babies yeah. into wells yeah oh my god okay. and I, I think that like the the devil is really good at rebranding and so abortion is just a yeah. rebrand of child sacrifice uh exactly in, in my opinion mm-hmm. and i don't think that's far-fetched anymore uh, did you see the thing about megan fox Everyone was talking about drinking blood and babies and comes out that um, it comes out that, you know, Megan Fox and uh, what's his name? Machine Gun Kelly are, is doing it. And it's not necessarily the same thing, but it's not, not the same thing. It's like, okay, how much of, how much are you going to show of what you're actually doing? And like Lil Nas mm-hmm. X with the blood shoes, like it, this, it's getting weird. And a lot of these conspiracy really theories weird. are turning into spoiler alerts because, like, we knew about it a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and with Epstein and all that stuff. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Well, now, like, everyone's trying to expose Elon Musk and, like, how he's, like, actually friends with Epstein. And I'm like, I don't think he would have bought Twitter and would have made it, like, more free if he was actually involved in that kind of stuff. Like, I'm not, yeah. super, I'm not super stoked with the transhumanist stuff that, like, the... Um, like the space exploration and the, the the Neuralink and a lot of this other like stuff that he's doing, but I mm-hmm. I like that he's like all about freedom, right? Yes. So, yes. Um, 
and I think, I mean, I think God's using him 100%. Um, yeah. Even if he's not a believer. And it's, he just stands for things that are what this country was founded on. Uh, and I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, uh, the world is freaking crazy right now. And I, I, I have this thought and I, I think it's actually easier to be a Christian right now mm-hmm. than it has been in the past. And it's because we're finding out who the actual real Christians are. Like who yeah. who's going to stand up for the faith? Who's going to you know proclaim the name of Jesus? Like, regardless mm-hmm. of what is happening around them, and it may not necessarily be like easier, quote unquote, but it's like easier to identify, right? It's like, yeah, okay, who's who's actually like on fire? Who's or who's lukewarm? Yes, and it doesn't necessarily yes. mean. And and here's to anyone listening, it doesn't necessarily mean like go start a podcast, or go start posting on social mm-hmm. media, like. The reason I'm doing it is just because I found out that I'm good at it and I have a voice and mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do that. And then I create yeah, the passion. Yeah, you're for... called to it. Yeah, I, I really do feel like I'm called to it. Um, but it's like, stand up for what you believe in your own lane. Mm-hmm. Like um, some of the heroes of the faith are the biggest underground church in the world, which is in Iran. Like they oh, are yeah. the heroes right now getting persecuted for their faith and who mm-hmm. are we to not tell someone at the grocery store or tell somebody in the line for our coffee, like who God is? Cause people are so confused right now mm-hmm. and so scared and afraid of what's happening in the world. And I'm like, we don't have to be afraid when we know who God is in his character. And we know that he already has victory. Right. Right. The, the one phrase that I saw this quote, I think I posted it a little bit ago, but this quote was like, if only people knew how much Jesus had actually saved me and mm-hmm. how much peace I get from Jesus, they'd understand why Christians are so obsessed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because there's, yeah. there's just no reason why there's there's just no reason why we, we wouldn't want to just like run back to it i mean it's like the the whole concept of like oh you're just using jesus as a crutch and it's like well actually yeah i i am in fact i'm using it as a freaking stretcher it's like life support Do you <laughs> yeah. know what i'm saying it's like we 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 absolutely are it's like what's your crutch mm-hmm. is it you know work is it relationships is it drinking is it drugs is it pornography is it sex like is that fulfilling to you yeah because i because I, I i i think that like a lot of people are like oh like, you're not using jesus as a crutch like all this kind of stuff and it's like well actually you 100 percent are like you can't do like once you fully surrender and you like submit you can't really do life without them it's like it's like a crutch yeah. i mean once you've i wrote this i wrote psalm 27 13 through 14 down because i knew it would come up in this podcast like I I would have despaired had I not seen the goodness of God in the land of the living. Mm. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. 
And so like once you've tasted the goodness of God, you can't go back. Like mm-hmm. I can't retreat back to my old BC life as we were talking about last night. Like <laughs> because I just know who God is. I know the f- fulfillment and the mm-hmm. life and the abundance that I have. I mean, John 10, 10 that I have in him. Mm-hmm. I can't go back to that old life because it's, mm-hmm. it's like, it's fleeting. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't, it doesn't satisfy like my heart was made to, because when you have a God sized hole in your heart, and you try to fill it with like a golf ball size stuff right it just doesn't it doesn't fit it's you have to constantly fill it to get satisfied and it's just never going to quench that thirst but when you find the real thing and Mm -hmm. you hold on to it you're like oh this is what i this is what i've been waiting for this is what i've been longing for my entire life Mm -hmm. is this kind of love is this kind of life and it's it's only in jesus and so that's why i think in these um cities where it's just really godless there's so many huge transformations because they're they're meeting god for the first time and realizing who he is like and it has nothing to do with religion because Mm -hmm. jesus was not confined to a religion he didn't create religion he is just who he is Mm -hmm. our our social contract constructs have created religion and that can put us in a box. It can put us in prison as well mm-hmm. because God doesn't like being in a box. He doesn't have limits. And so um, God's reaching the unchurched people right now. And it's so beautiful to watch. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I love it. I love it. Um so, what are you excited for this year? I guess we only got about seven months left, but what are you excited for? What am I excited for? What are you looking forward um, to? I'm really excited for what God's doing in my life specifically. Um, I just feel like I mean, in February, I heard him so clearly. He was telling me, like, don't abandon your gifts in this season. And I just mm-hmm. felt this this holy conviction. And I knew God was calling me to social media. And I was putting it off, putting it off, because I was like, I don't like social media, God. Like, mm-hmm. if, I, if I have to, I've deleted it a couple times. But if you see social media not as a piece of your identity mm-hmm. as a tool and it's just a tool and it's mm-hmm. not actually who I am and it's just a tool like something in your tool belt to use for God's purposes right and um he kind of transformed my thinking and I I know I have a teaching gift of my life and discipleship gift of my life and um I know God wants to use my voice to infiltrate this culture Mm-hmm. And to like cut right through the lies of the enemy. And so I was like, okay. And so I just had this conviction in my spirit. I was like, I'm going to post an encouragement every single day. And since I've been faithful, 
all these things have opened up to where I'm meeting you. I'm meeting all these different people that I wouldn't have had mm-hmm. I not said yes right. and been faithful. And it goes back to, okay, I have to, I have to do the work too. Mm-hmm. I have to work out my destiny mm-hmm. and be the the vessel and be the mouthpiece and just speak whatever God's saying because people's hearts are on the line um, mm-hmm. and God wants to reach people, but he can't reach people if you're only in the four walls of your house and you're not doing anything. I mean, obviously social media, you can be in the four walls of your house, but yeah, theoretically, you know what I mean? Right. Um, if you're just not so doing I'm anything. Just, yes. And I kind of just, okay, I'm going to throw off all fear, fear mm-hmm. of what people think about me. Because if I live by the praise of man, I will die by their criticism. Right. And I can't, I cannot hold the weight on what people think about me. I have to create for an audience of one only for God and only for the one person that he's trying to reach. Mm-hmm. And that if like one person is encouraged, then it's worth it. Like it's mm-hmm. worth it for all the people that are like not on my team or making fun of me and like all these other stuff. Like that doesn't matter because I know I'm running in the lane that God's calling me to. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just so excited for all of the relationships and friendships that I get to meet and mm-hmm. I just feel like this, I feel like I'm finally walking in what I've been called to do. Mm -hmm. And it's just a new season. I feel like I've been in a, that, that waiting season for a couple years. And I feel like I'm finally stepping into like solid ground. And I'm just, I'm so excited to see what God's doing and just to be a part of everything that he's inviting me into. Mm-hmm. And it's just really exciting to see and to experience everything that God is. Oh, I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, keep keep pushing on, on social. The message that you're spreading is it's good. And anybody who is talking negatively is just waiting to see when you'll quit. And I think that's probably one of one of the things that you can, I mean, I, I don't know your whole story, but um, it's probably one of the things that you can um, keep doing is not quitting. It's just keep doing mm-hmm. it. It's, it's, uh, it's really interesting. The verse, uh, like, do not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. Um, it's so like, if, if you dig, if you dig deeper into it, basically what it's saying is all you have is today and right now. And mm-hmm. you can do today. You can do right now. And like my encouragement was just be like, don't give up, especially if you're going to be doing some social strategy for the company that you're going to work for. Mm-hmm. Like you're actually getting paid yeah. to do social media, which is mm-hmm. like a dream for most people. Yeah. Right. And so you're actually, you're actually kind of living the dream. So don't like, don't let anyone. Don't let anyone like crush your dream because they're jealous or they, or they, they, for some reason, people have time to criticize. Yeah. 
And there actually are people I probably need to reach and minister to. <laughs> well, yes um, and no. I mean, you can't really change someone's mind by arguing arguing with true. them or um, you just have to like, I feel like the, the biggest way that you can actually reach people is by being consistent. Like mm-hmm. if you're still doing it, if you're still doing this in a few years and people still haven't come around, maybe they'll be like, why is she still doing this? Yeah. 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 So, um, what what are you excited for? What am I excited for? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, so many things. There's, um, well, I'm building up this um, kingdom influencer community slash agency. Yes. Um, were so that the whole vision of it is to be able to shift culture. And so right now, I think we have like closing in on on 10 million potential reach in the group, which is absolutely Mm -hmm. insane. Um, And I I don't know if you know this, but I'm I'm connected with some movie producers um, and some people in film who have actually created some gigantic projects. And so one of the things that I'm trying to do is figure out how to partner and... um, like that in 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 my view culture is really shaped by by movies, TV shows and music. Mm-hmm. And so if we yeah. can promote good wholesome movies, TV shows and music, we can shift culture. Yes. And we're seeing we're seeing that that Netflix is going down, we're seeing that that uh, Disney is going down. Um, and they'll never yeah. really they'll never fail because they're just they're, they're just gigantic and they still have a lot of value but the more woke they go the more opportunity there is to fill that gap with more mm-hmm. wholesome entertainment but the problem is is that there's not initially a promotional tool so people know about it like i've talked to a whole mm-hmm. bunch of people and um there very 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 few people know alternatives to netflix or disney plus or whatever like uh, some other content providers so i think that's our job is i don't necessarily want to name names yet because we haven't solidified those contracts but um there's not a lot of trusted platforms or just known platforms even or good Mm -hmm. platforms the problem with a lot of these christian movies is that they suck yeah like, let's just be right. let's just be very very frank they're they're garbage and yeah, so it's really bad it's so bad and so like if we can figure out how to create a promotional tool and like mm-hmm. one of my goals by the end of this year is to get some of the biggest christian influencers um in the space into this group so that we can have you know a potential of a hundred million people that we can reach so that Amazing. we can, you know, hire a guy like Chris Pratt, who is a freaking star. And we can yeah. get guys like Justin Bieber, who are, you know, amazing and they can write music for, for stuff. And so, like, we can get all these guys who are, who are Christians and in Hollywood to make these movies that are mm-hmm. amazing. And it's actually worth their time. Right. Yeah. I think, because- I think a couple movies that come to mind that have really done it well has been The Shack and Redeeming Love where they haven't sucked, mm-hmm. but they've like preached the, mes- the, me- the message of the gospel 
even non-explicitly, but they've done mm-hmm. really well. Like the production is yeah. very well done. Acting, yeah. it, it's stunning and yeah, like stuff like that. Yeah, so we're we're looking to partner with with those guys, and then as far as like music goes, like we're trying to figure out how to um, trying to figure out how to partner up with people who are making good music. So not necessarily just yeah. just just Christian stuff, but like I would love to be a promotional tool for country music, um, yeah. or for you know like um, like wholesome rap, like NF. Like he's not uh, all uh, he's not um, Christian. He's not not Christian, right? He doesn't make Christian music, but he is yeah. a Christian. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, I mean, if if we can get a group together that's a, upwards of 100 million in potential reach, like, there's no reason why some of the biggest people mm-hmm. in the world aren't going to want to work with us because that's a third of the U.S. Yeah. It's just about a Man. third of the U.S. So it's like, it's, I mean, why not? Why not? Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited and some of the things that I've known about you just from watching you in your life kind of unfold um it's just that this conviction just to go after in this drive to go after righteousness and justice it is stunning and thank you God's going to use you in so many incredible ways and he already has and um yeah you're just like throw off everything that hinders i'm going after like changing the world and what god like his vision for what life should be Mm -hmm. i love it i'm like so honored and privileged to be a part of it so thank you for what you are doing for the kingdom well thank you for for those kind words i really appreciate that I love it. I love it. Um, well, I have to get going here, but um, it was great connecting with you. So glad that we got on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I wish yeah. you the best of luck in your move. Do you, um, you. Why don't you go ahead and, and promote your, your social medias here? It's yeah, Jenna Gaston. So- Yes, Jenna Gaston on IG and TikTok. And then uh, my ministry Instagram is she is lovely underscore. She is lovely. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Everyone go follow Jenna on there. And um, you'll be hearing probably a lot more about what she's doing. Because you, you got mm-hmm. a pretty big like content strategy going with uh, the new m and company, right? Yes. I love yes. it. And lots of things that are not to be disclosed yet, um, but really exciting things that are happening. Fantastic. Well, I'm sure that there's going to be other ways that we can work together besides just hopping on a podcast. Amen. Amen. All right. Sounds good. Well, thanks, Jen. appreciate you. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. We will okay. talk soon. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye.